0: Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here, and our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We it was talk ridiculous. about we talk about swords. Oh yeah, uh, but, sword stores, sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an e athlete. Yeah, he's and an, an e athlete. That's he's all like, you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. Talking about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches. <laughs> tiny Sasquatches. <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, yeah I, we need the towns help on that one. This is it. It is Sword Stores. Tiny Sasquatches <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's a good show.
1: Hey guys, I'm Barry Ross Roth. Ross Rothbart. And I'm Lucas Neff. And uh, we have an incredible—I know I say this a lot—but we have like an incredible uh, episode today
2: for it's you. It's the best episode we've ever done.
1: Uh, we're going to talk bees with a guy that we both—I I learned about it from Lucas, but I went on a tour. Uh, what is it called? It's a bee experience tour. It's
2: a bee experience.
1: And you—you actually—you handle bees. You go into the hive. Fo- I handle them. Yeah, you, you fondle, fondle bees. Them, you
2: um, grope bees. You—you uh, take their honey. And I was—it's a—it's ama- really informative. And we were. Struck by the man who put it all together. He's a compelling figure. He's a beekeeper. He is He is Eli. Lichter Mark, uh, and he's a Southern Californian beekeeper who's looking to raise bees that are disease and pest resistant and adapted to the Southern Californian climate. He uh, he operates Eli's Bees with his father, Nick Mark, uh, no. and they are based in Love the Nick Santa Mark. Monica Mountains. Each batch of their honey is harvested from a single location at a specific time of year, giving the, the honey a unique flavor, color, and texture, which I can attest to, which mm. we all attest to because we eat some of it, and it really is different. The honey Honey is totally different depending on um, honey, please. Where, where, and how it came to be. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, all all of Eli's honey is raw. Raw. He's giving it to us raw. It's the only way I eat honey raw. Yeah. Having said all that, it's a super great conversation. Um. Should we just get into it? Yeah. Let's fucking smoke some. Let's just get high. Let's Were you gonna high curse and, and then you thought you shouldn't? No, my tongue got too big for my mouth, uh, and so the word couldn't get out. And, and you so should I also, just bailed on while it. listening to this, know that uh,
1: Lucas is wearing a yellow turtleneck. And uh, I'm going to post a photo of it, because <laughs> it, uh, it is really fun. So let's, we're going to go get always, high. We always start the episode with a nice threat. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go get high, and uh, we're, we'll save the world. We're going to save the, the world. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Get high and save the world. With Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. Nothing from
0: nothing leaves nothing. You gotta have something if you wanna be me.
2: Just your arms are high? Just my arms are high. How do they, how do they different... How did they differ? How did they? How are, how are they? How are, how anyway, are, they are so are I'm excited yeah. to right, get into this. I would love to get into this conversation. We have Eli here.
1: And for, I think we should mention that Eli it doesn't look like how I pictured a beekeeper looks, which is wearing the bee suit. Constantly, right? 24-7. All times?
2: Yeah. You He's never take it off. He's just a guy.
1: He doesn't have the, the bee suit on. Yeah, you have a face.
3: Um, I have a face. Wear my hat.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna post some extra footage for you guys when this thing airs. But we just were outside while we were smoking with Eli, and he showed us a box. He goes, "Hey, I have a box of bees,"
2: and in his car he had not it. his car. I don't want to make this seem like we're fabricating or exaggerating any of this. He has the bees in his girlfriend's car. In his girlfriend's car. Right. Yeah. Yes. He has a box full of bees. You have a box full of bees in your girlfriend's car. That's correct. Maybe
1: explain to us, how does, how does a box of bees get is into it, a beekeeper's car? Is it like car? the
2: early phase of a revenge
3: plan? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so having the bees in the car is just a result of having caught those bees today. You so caught them? I didn't intentionally put them in the car. Right. But I've okay. had them in my possession all day today. And I collected can, them. Can
2: you get in trouble for leaving bees in a hot car?
3: Oh yeah. Sure. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like if you left bees. You said with
1: that the as if up? that's happened to you several times.
3: Uh, it's a danger for sure. For to the bees. Yeah, because yeah. Um, there's lots of bees in the box. Sometimes twenty thousand bees in a box. How many were in this box we just saw? Uh, and probably, again, you can go to our
2: social media and see this
3: video. Yeah.
1: We have
2: proof. Yeah. Probably close to 20,000 bees. What's, the most, what's the most on. bees you think you can get in a box? Wait, uh,
3: about 50,000 bees. Or would they be smaller than average bees or average-sized bees? No, just the same size bee, but in a bigger box. I, a slightly bigger box. Can we go back I feel to, like the, that's cheating to the a box bit, of bees <laughs> in your car
1: for one second? Yeah, let's get back to so the, box the box of bees So how does the box of bees get in your car? Okay, okay just so
3: curious. all around town... And this and is Los Angeles. This is in Los Angeles. This is in a lot of places, but particularly in Southern California, um, there is a very healthy population of feral bees. So there's bees. Like feral. A, feral means that it's a domestic animal that went wild. So like feral. I didn't know there cats. was a difference between
1: bees that were feral so. And, and... So
2: like all bees then are sort of like in the midst of a, a like a life crisis. Or some sort of epic, nervous breakdown, and they've gone wild? They've I don't think you wild. listen
3: to them. No, I don't think you listen to them. <laughs> Isn't
2: that sort of it? They were nice bees, <laughs> they were domestic bees, and then something in them snapped, uh, and they changed. Yes. Like, uh, was it Michael Douglas?
1: Yes.
3: In Breakdown, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be like if you had, uh, if you lo- when you lost your dog, it wasn't like, oh no, I lost my dog. It was like, well, I lost my dog. Now it's out living in the city somewhere. Right. And that's what it does. I or like if you had chickens and your chickens went rogue and just flew away.
1: So the, you, rogue chickens. there's bees that people have and then there's bees that are out there. Do the bees that are out there have a hive?
3: Okay. So the bees that people have, that's like farmers and people who do beekeeping. Like for, for instance, like what I do where I have bees in boxes. Uh-huh those bees have been around Southern California for like 100 years because this part of California was always orchards, right? So people always brought honeybees here. It's a great resource. Over the time, those bees that lived in the boxes flew out and went and lived in a tree. And then generations after generations, those bees have just lived wildly in Southern California. Wild yeah. bees. So there's wild That's where bees. That term I mean, comes from. it's not like you know when we talk about like a native animal. It's not a native animal because it was introduced by humans, but they've naturalized. Wait, so
1: bees aren't native? I just, uh, just rewrote
3: wild horses in my head to yeah. wild bees.
2: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work, does it? I mean, but it's a fun thought. Just try one. I verse. invite you to think try about one, it. One line of it. See wild wild bee. You do it because you're better. I'm
1: All mellow- right, here. We go. Yeah. Wild bees. <laughs> No, nope, doesn't work. Okay, fair. Um, um Okay, so so there's bees that that are, the bees are not native to here. I so let's
2: Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No. no, you go for, it, man. Oh, I'm sorry. All yours, but I was dude. just going to be say like Did you know all this stuff before you became a beekeeper? (laughs) Yeah, before. Did you? Ah, we're gonna do this all all episode. Probably for a few episodes after it, if it's fun enough. You know, just you know, why stop? Um, did you? Were you given this knowledge as like the lore of the bees once you became a beekeeper, or had you always had, I guess, a sort of obsession with bees? I, I
3: haven't always had an obsession
2: <laughs> Can I ask a question about his question? Not, <laughs> yet, your, not okay, yet okay, okay.
3: okay, yeah um, I've some <laughs> I guess it's things that I've no, learned you, it was due a to my one. proximity to like I spend a lot of times with bees, lots of time with bees. People ask me a lot of questions about bees, yeah, for sure. so I always have to go like if i don't if you ask me a question, I'll probably just make up an answer. Like it's probably like close to right, but you know, it's like an educated guess. Like if you ask me some crazy question like, do bees have feelings, I don't know the answer to that. Oh. Uh, but I can make an educated Right, right. So you're not like or, lying about anything. You're no, just, yeah. no. no no no. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to lie because I know enough at you this know point a lot. like how uh, yeah, how long have you, you know, been? I've bee read keeping? books, many books, many spent many years thinking about it. But my like before that, it wasn't just honeybees it was I've always been into biology and living things and being connected with nature and such right bees have just be- ke- like become the medium through which I can do my thing and you' you've
1: how long have you been focusing on bees and been a beekeeper
3: okay for real and for most real, of your life is about bees right correct? right yeah. uh, right now totally it's all bees i I decided like I think it was um, at the end of last like last this winter that I would basically not take any other jobs I work as a landscape designer uh I run a event series at a big garden in Malibu um and uh you know I have a builder designer whatever I do all these kinds of this this kind of outdoor work uh mostly landscaping and I decided to focus on bees so it's been about six months full-time full-time right but the last three years yeah any moment i had i would put towards it you put towards it yeah mm-hmm. like i i uh you know uh if i had a couple hours before i went to sleep i'd go pick up some bees in a box for instance
1: and i don't mean to be cliche but we got to ask the obvious question here is you know how many times have you been stung by bees oh yeah right? you mean today or <laughs> uh,
2: yeah telling telling ever yeah, yeah today okay if okay, the answer those bees... is zero this is a lot of suspense uh today uh, zero Today, okay, good, 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 good. good, good. It's like zero days since a tornado.
1: that's funny. You know what's what's funny about what just happened is he had to really think about it. There's never been a day where I wondered if I was stung by a bee (laughs) or not. You know, there's never been a day where I was like, you know, maybe I was stung. I'm not sure. So you're not sure there
2: is a there is a an incident that occurred early in my life that I still to this day am not sure if I was stung. Oh, or if I was bad. bitten.
1: This is like a repressive. Because I
2: hit it and only half of the bee remained. Oh, man. But it wasn't the bit that was stuck in me.
3: Yeah. So, so I, something
2: was stuck in you. Something, well, I couldn't quite tell. It was, I think there was something in me. There's something so coquettish about this story. <laughs> I couldn't quite find it, but my I had a big reaction. Like I, I got a huge uh, swelling mass Yeah. where this incident occurred. Yeah. But to this day, I don't really know. You this know, feels like a, a Jane Austen novel. So, uh, oh, mother.
1: Mother, it appears there's something stuck in me arm. Yeah.
3: Why bees? Ooh. Uh, yeah, why bees? Um. My younger brother is also a, kind of has an obsessive personality like me, and he loves plants. And before that, he loved caterpillars. And I don't know. I just like, I think they're accessible. Uh, I have that... Uh, There's, there, I've always been into farming and being a producer, and I think it's kind of like a complex puzzle, like, uh, it satisfies my intellectual, like, building spirit, which wants to, like, you know, work with wood and, um, you know, build weird machines, and then also, like, a kind of like a farmer thing where I'm, like, raising an animal, and like doing animal husbandry, yeah. There's like lots of like building in and it. When yeah. when I when I went on the tour with you, I, yeah. what I
1: noticed, what you kept explaining, was that there's so much trial and error yeah. with bees. Like it, it's so inexact that you have to just constantly be learning and figuring it out totally to to
3: make them thrive. Yeah, and it happens on the scale of like moment to moment. um You know, like trying to pull bees out of a wall or something, and then at the scale of the season, like this year it's rained very little compared to last year mm-hmm. and the, everything's different I mean the whole game is different the whole strategy can you explain that
2: what do you mean by that
3: well like last year by this time um, it had rained probably like six inches I think it like rained a ton in January last year and um, all of the wildlife around where my bees live was super lush and f- full of flowers um, February is a is pretty early in the season we're in like mid February right now, but already last year, by this time, um, I mean, my hives were dripping with honey. And wow. this year, everyone that. is sort of like, I love hearing that. Mm, like, we're doing all right, but we're like kind of being conservative. Yeah. And you know? So I had to ask
1: this kind of dumb question when I first met you, but it was, What do bees do?
3: <laughs> they work.
1: I know that's stupid, right? No. But like, I didn't know the process. Can you briefly yeah. explain to our listeners what a bee does? And how you come in?
3: Um, all right. I mean, bees do what all things do. They try to survive and propagate and flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to be uh, uh, remarkably social mm-hmm. um, in the sense that they are one of the few species on the planet that form complex societies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they live within a caste system. So every there are dated. certain casts. That's very dated yeah. of the bees. or it's avant-garde. I mean, oh. Yeah. Oh. I guess it depends what, what cast you're in. It depends what, yeah, cultural history. But uh, I think, yeah. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> so more, I, I, what you explained to me was how the process, they get pollen, right? Because the trees need them to get the pollen.
3: Maybe explain that a little okay, bit. Okay, so pollination. So yeah, bees are um, honeybees are one species of a big family of flying insects like wasps, Uh bees, solitary bees, bumblebees. Um, They have a really, really close relationship with flowers of plants Mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, plants evolved uh, flowers that were smelly and beautiful and full of sweet nectar and nutritious pollen so that they could attract insects to be the carriers of their pollen from the male to the female parts of the flowers. And that's how they do it. Yeah, that's how plants that's have do it. Plants and insects have a mutual relationship. And plants have done it with uh, insects like bees and wasps and such, uh, flies, moths, uh, birds, all the flying things. It takes their,
1: their flower semen, pollen. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, and uh, basically, just by chance, by visiting flower to flower, you move the pollen to the stamens which is a part of the flower that's like an ovary. So and they the, don't eat the pollen the bees. They they do actually uh it's a protein, right? It's protein exactly. The pro- the bees collect pollen and use that as their protein. They actually eat it and then regurgitate it and then feed it to their babies. <gasps> yeah. But and that's how they make honey. No, that's actually they make something else called bee jelly or royal jelly. Royal um, jelly. Yeah. That's what they make from pollen. Oh, they mix a little bit of honey. They mix a little bit of pollen. They eat it up, and then they regurgitate like a white goo. So they're going there for the
1: nectar to the flower. They want the nectar. Yeah, they'll too. do both. And the, and then that's how they make honey, with yeah, the nectar. Okay, the nectar is honey, yeah.
2: Is there is there some logic to, like, depending on the flowers you'd plant around your house, you could repel or attract certain inse- insects? Um... Based on their is that a wild crazy stupid idea? I mean, <laughs> that's a new game show. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, wow, crazy! What stupid ideas! What are you trying to repel? Well, I don't know because you're saying that these flowers have developed oh. you know, specifically these relationships with these specific. Yeah, they give the presumably bee insects.
1: So yeah, I would say nectar. that you. I can mean,
3: typically it's pick. about attraction. Yeah, it's not, not much it repulsion. Is, it's all about even attraction. like. Okay, so <laughs> there are plants. <laughs> there gazing okay, okay, I, I, uh, totally says naked, this. right here. totally naked. I just did a. I pulled bees out. I put bees in a box from uh, the UCLA Herbarium. And uh the guy who works there You're uh, the director of it, who's uh is a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And so he had me over there and he was showing me all these plants. And there are plants that repel. They smell like a dead animal. But they're actually super attractive to like flies and like beetles that eat dead things, right? Mm-hmm. So like even if it was like a repulsive smell, to something it's attractive. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: He's, okay. Everyone's got someone. Yeah,
3: that's what I've always said. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everybody's got someone. Every insect's um, right. got a flower. Yeah,
2: I feel so, like this is perfect time. Oh, wait, we're doing a quick segment. Chris For name that uplifting. Dude!
1: I think we already have sound effects. I don't know if we need that. Do we have a sound effect for I, a, you? Know, I feel like I've right, always so here, wanted to
2: do this, and I feel like you from the first episode you basically made it so clear Eli, that you don't want. Here's to. a quick.
1: We're doing a quick segment with you. This is going to be really fun. Okay. Do you, do you, uh, mean, do you know be. a lot about music? Do you know music songs?
2: I don't.
3: Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know how much your life is devoted to bees are you versus super other into stuff. music. It depends. On I the music? at times in my life I've been very into music, and I have my. Music that I love, but I'm not that connected to oh, it. It's gonna on be tough
1: because I'm terrible well, at this well, game. Um, here's, so we here's might how be here going to You know, name that tune. This sure. is a this this is, is a, a very positive, uplifting a, tune. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have to. So you have to try and get it before Lucas, basically. Yeah, Which should be the okay. easiest thing I'm in gonna the gonna world. I'm gonna play to a do. few seconds of it if any you can get this tune. I'm an, and I'll give you a song idiot. This there is a theme to this episode, and this has something to do with the theme of the episode. Don't worry, be happy. Wait, no. All right, here we go. You ready? Uh, is everybody was... ready? Okay, okay, here we go. You can't, oh, ladies Saturday man, Night staying Fever.
2: alive, staying alive. Wait.
3: Saturday Night Fever.
1: Yeah, he got. Well, it oh, from it's from the movie Saturday Night Fever, but I it's staying stay alive. alive. Yeah. And what? Okay, that was the easiest thing I've ever done. Then. Yes.
2: <laughs> How? Uh, oh, is this what like hold accomplishment so, feels so like? Why, That's so why? why does it
1: have to do with this episode today?
2: Because we're trying to keep these alive. No. We're trying to keep Eli who alive. Who sings?
1: Who sings? Who's made staying alive? What group? Oh, oh the shit! Uh, it's coming GBs. to me. Yeah, the, 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 the GGs. Nope. EGBGs. Uh,
2: f- <laughs> the.
1: I can't believe you. Do you know what this episode's about? Uh, BGS. The BGS. The BGS. <laughs> is that what it is? The BGS. Oh, the BGS. Right. Of course. The
2: BGS. Of course. I get it now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you never really answered my question. How many times have you been stung? Let's get it out of the way. Okay, so... <laughs> maybe ballpark it, because it's sounding like you, you Over can't a even thousand? It.
3: Okay, so typically... Over Minimum thousand. 50 per, I guess... Day. Month. Year? Month. Uh, month. month. 50 a month. So that's so about 1.7 a day? So let's say like... <laughs> pretty good, yeah. <laughs> okay. Something like that. All right. Okay.
1: Like, everyone should know that Lucas is wearing a turtleneck today, too, just to inform you on what he seems like right now.
2: I always like there to be a secret visual element to each podcast, okay. and it's Barry's job Sorry. to suss it out and so give it to you guys. So, 1.7 stings a day.
3: Does the does the 0. .7, do you even feel it? <laughs> All right. Um, it always hurts. Yeah. But I don't always, like, I don't always remark like oh my god that hurts so much yeah sometimes i do sometimes (laughs) you depending on how big it is no well it just depends where like if you get stung on the the, neck where's the worst place you've ever been stung right on the ear now why did you you deserve it (laughs) yeah i was being a hero i was being a hero yeah yeah
1: so that brings us up why why do people get stung why do bees sting people oh why do bees sting barry why do bees
2: sting me that i got stung (laughs) So, These. I may have been stung, but it also I may have been oh, yeah. bit. That's right. I don't <laughs> know for sure. He doesn't know. I if was you have the answer stung. to that, I will I take closed
1: it. my elbow. I was playing roller closed hockey. Your I don't elbow? want to brag, but I was playing roller <laughs> hockey. And then one was on my elbow, and I closed my arm, and there was a bee there, and I didn't even realize it, yeah. and I
3: crushed it, and it stung me while I crushed I mean, it. I, I remember the first time I was ever stung <laughs> by an insect. It was by a yellow jacket, and it flew into my shirt <sighs> and stung me on my arm. Brutal. Yeah. Oh, I was stung by a wasp,
1: I stepped on a bumblebee
3: once. I felt
1: it down my spine. (laughs) (laughs) You stepped on a bumblebee? Yeah, it hurt. Um, So why do bees sting?
3: Why do bees sting? Do they sting because they're angry?
2: Do they sting because they're angry?
3: Okay, so the the bees that (laughs) sting are the female bees. They're the the daughters of the queen. They're the worker bees. Yes. And they... Yes. Oh, so only females have stingers. Only the worker bees have stingers. The queen... Her stinger has turned into a egg-laying orifice machine. Or yeah. Machine. Yeah, yeah. So the stinger and the and the egg layer are the same. The egg layer is called an ovipositor, mm. and it, cool. it deposits. Yeah, I was going to say, it makes deposits, yeah. Not yeah. withdrawals. So the um, the the worker bees sting usually because either they make a mistake, like they get stuck in your arm, mm-hmm. or they're being defensive of their hive, and then they attack you because they don't want you near their hive. Right. So, like, for instance... So they never will go after you unless they feel like they have to. Because they yeah, die. People talk about um, Africanized bees, like, attacking people, but probably, like, some kid kicked a soccer ball and hit a tree, riled up the bees, and then they went out looking for whatever... So like, they got a bad rap? They got they got a bad rap, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. They Ah. Oh,
2: smear yeah. campaign. That's crazy. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, and that brings us, us
1: to... to... Yeah. Okay, we're flying through is where it today. This is where we're really flying through lasing. stuff today. We gotta. We so we... this is a new segment. You're the first one to actually do this segment. We're this is a very new podcast, and we're we're doing this uh, thing where, where we've been asking. <laughs> we're doing this terribly.
2: Yeah. Uh, we're doing the this thing. Where we've Most unprofessional podcast I think anyone's ever been on.
1: We're asking our listener, Probably. one listener. No, we're asking Pretty our several listeners to uh, to give us questions. We're asking Barry's mom in a if segment she's called. Gonna... <laughs> Um, um... Listener, um, listener, listener questions, questions... Segment. Segment. It's called... Uh, um, um... Listener questions... Listener questions segment. segment. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Okay. These are is... questions. We'll answer them fast and furious, and we're going to say <clears throat> the name of the, the handle. I, I, I got, got it. Yeah. Wrote it. it all down.
2: Barry pointed at me so angrily just now. I've... He was threatening me if I hadn't done this. <laughs> um, from at Nuna Hackatron, do bees sense our fear? Eli? Yes. Okay, <gasps> from at Kieran Wilson, is honey vegan? Oh, yeah, it's tricky, right? I laughed tricky. at it at first. Rebecca but it says isn't. no.
3: Reb- our producer it's, is, is not. It is shaking from. No. It is from a living thing. It's an animal product. It's an animal product. Which well, makes it it's non-vegan. Uh, it's hard to say. I don't, I don't know why Rebecca's so mad. She looks really mad at us. Right is now. bread vegan? Some
1: bread is. Some bread, vegan. if it has eggs, no.
3: Okay, but dairy, no. the yeah, yeast dairy in vegan food. doesn't, in bread doesn't make it non-vegan, no. No. I,
1: I don't mean, think so.
3: the only thing that's not animal in honey is bacteria stuff. But it's a product that the bees make. Like, they make it like we make right. bread. So it's a of byproduct
1: dough. of an animal, so it can't be vegan.
3: Uh, I don't know. I mean, people don't eat milk because milk is, like, part of a cow. You know, and that's cheese and mm-hmm. cream and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like comes out of the body but it the the honey is actually from a flower right right the it. only time it was ever inside the bee is when the bee I think ate we'll, it I think we'll have to agree, agree
2: that it's a complex issue yeah some people it, there's consider there's a lot of nuance
3: be, but they and might not I be I think a, if you're a
2: real yeah, uptight kind of person you know. Right. <laughs> so. No. No, no, no. I think Thank it's a, you. Think it's, think a if it's a complicated issue yeah. and is. I, think it, I think it requires several perspectives. at Kieran Wilson. Kieran, how do you spell Kieran? K y r a n in touch me. Wilson.
1: Wilson. Wilson. It's a weird name.
2: All right. You're welcome, Kieran. <laughs> at New Player Podcast. Hey guys. Ah. Hey guys over at uh, New Player Podcast. Uh, they want to know what can they do to help? Oh. make it specific well we don't know who they are I don't know anything who about are they? them they haven't left a lot of info not even a f- well I guess let's we... quickly tell
1: us what could someone who's not a beekeeper do to help beekeepers
3: uh, real quick f- find a beekeeper like at a farmer's market or and something and give them and hug, <laughs> hug a them, beekeeper Wednesdays and buy at a, your a local jar farmer's of their honey, honey buy and... honey yeah, and meet them and talk to them
1: Buy honey, buy yeah. local honey buy, yeah. buy honey that you know is from Buy my honey, I mean Buy your honey yeah. Well, we're going to give everyone honey, your honey and buy it.
2: my. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah It's yeah. turning into a doo shop Yeah, I know I mean, there's just something about, you know, bees That really brings out the, the barber shop in you yeah. Okay, at uh, Caitlin underscore O underscore great underscore one How much honey does <laughs> one, one the hive number? make?
3: Oh, okay uh, no, on one, a, the word, of okay. the number. Yeah. On a really great year, you could expect 100 pounds out of a beehive. Per hive? Whoa! Per hive, yeah. 100, 100 that's pounds average. average. No, 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 that's a great year, great hive, solid.
2: That's a great year is 100. Yeah, uh, What's just a, average is maybe
3: year? 40 pounds, 40, 40 pounds 50, 60 And how many hives do you have? Right now, I have probably 115 beehives
2: what's yeah, the
3: what's the number you want to have 200 200 plus like some basically you run full hives and you run half hives right so i want to have 200 full hives and then maybe about a hundred and small what's the difference, difference? We learned what's the difference it, between a half hives and a, it's just a younger, smaller hive yeah, just there's stronger the hives things. and then there's weaker hives exactly yes so you as a beekeeper you manage the are strength there, of your are hives. there
2: redder hives and bluer hives
3: is yes. turning into a doctor.
1: Older Seuss
2: hives and newer hives. No, so, all right. Uh, yes, uh, and then we finally finish a uh, mister um, question segment with our final question of the of the day uh, at the Good Witch of the Golf. <laughs> what are it, <laughs> wait, what what are hey you heard it the Good Witch at, of the Gulf? at the Good Witch of the Gulf. Okay, what are some good bee organizations to donate to?
3: Yeah, uh, pro bee organizations. You know any? Um. I think that the best way to donate to help bees would be to donate to conserve wilderness. Yeah. And, oh. you know, wildlife and... uh land conservancy and well, keeping open space. Yeah. I think that's and we'll get the best your way. We, we
2: had another type. guest here earlier who, uh, similar, similar solution to... Uh, is this alive? a lie? No, Kyle oh. Salazar. We had a guest, Kyle Salazar, who's working with vervet monkeys in South Africa. Oh, a cool. huge problem is they need wild open spaces. Yeah. And so they're building a forest there. Right. But yeah, so conservation of space is key to,
3: I guess, Yeah, I mean, and I mean... Seems everything. Uh, the other thing is, uh... uh Support people who do gardening and people who do farming because, uh, who do f- organic farming because those environments are really good for bees not only honeybees but also the native bees and the butterflies and all the flying insects out there. That's great. Wow, cool. Yeah. Hey, oh, um, well, it's time for another segment.
1: Yes, yeah, smoke, free. smoke. Free. Okay, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna have uh, way more <laughs> bee
2: stuff. That's yeah. not even a pun. Bee I thought it would be here in a bit. I mean, okay. just keep listening because this is all smoothly stitched together. Bye, on the B. Podcast that you're bye, listening to right
1: bye, now. B.
3: Jesus Christ! I'm sorry.
1: All right. Okay, we'll be right back.
3: <laughs> did you smoke a lot of weed growing up? Or- uh, in, uh, in high school, yeah, I was yeah. probably probably pretty nice. Did you grow? Uh, I did grow weed for a good time. For, for a-, a good time, or for a good time? Actually, I, <laughs> by growing both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Growing weed actually was the end of my smoking weed. Like, I, I smoked a ton of weed. So, like, when you started I, beekeeping, did you stop eating bees? I, I, I probably eat less honey. Well, probably not, but I don't buy any honey anymore. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, of course. True. I mean, that's what You're happened, I stop buying weed. Yeah. Right? Because I used to, like, buy weed and then want to smoke weed. Why buy the honey when you could buy the bees? You know what I mean? Yeah. They you buy the bees for.
1: They're not Matt's free. How much do bees think, cost?
3: Right? Yeah, I can mean, say uh, If you were to buy a beehive, it could cost anywhere from 150 to $250. Is there a bee black market? Um, Yeah, sure. I mean, you don't like have the, to. You don't say, have that's to. Like give anything like the same dude's same. driving around with. Uh, we're, we're being recorded. Oh, okay. Let's it's like say. the black market for bees is people no, driving around there. with a cardboard, for, a bee. cardboard box full of oh, bees. Okay. That's the black market.
2: A cardboard box full of bees, mm-hmm. in like in a somebody's car, trunk, like yours. Exactly. Were we supposed to buy those bees from you? Were you trying to sell us those bees? Oh, that's
1: the one. Are you that's got one. it? Yeah, I got it. Are we good? <laughs> so, uh, as I was saying outside, what's your plan B? What's your B plan? And do you have a C plan? Sorry. All right. Does your B plan have a C plane? I want to. I want to understand a little bit. um, I'm high
2: as fuck.
1: (laughs) I want to understand because you, as a beekeeper, you probably have a few prongs to your business model, right? What does a beekeeper do? Maybe explain a little bit. Like if I, if someone's a beekeeper, what's a a day in the life of a beekeeper? What's it like to be a beekeeper?
3: uh, Okay, so first of all. You could be different kinds of beekeepers. You can be a big commercial beekeeper. Uh-huh. You can be a smaller, uh, you know, like kind of specialty, have a specialty market kind of beekeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could be a, just somebody who's got a couple of beehives in your backyard. Um, there's all different kinds of relationships to bees. Right. I guess what I'm at is... It's, this, a, spectrum. it's a There's a spectrum of beekeepers, yeah. Mm-hmm. So where I'm at is sort of like a really small scale... Uh, what people call a sideline beekeeper or like a small scale commercial beekeeper. So I've got a hundred hives and I want with those hundred hives, I want to put them to work in some way, making honey, uh, making more hives and maybe uh-huh. doing some pollination for farmers to Explain abilities. that. What is yeah, yeah, you...
1: pollination of farmers? Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's the, one. the best example is the almonds, the almond crop that is planted in the Central Valley of California. Mm-hmm. I've, um, I've, I've heard. We, in California, we grow like 80, 90% of the world's almonds. And it's a huge crop that's grown a ton in the last couple of decades. Um, and when you drive on the five, you drive past miles and miles and miles of almonds. So, I don't know the figures. There's millions and Hundreds of millions of acres, I think, of of almonds planted in California. But um, that's an imported tree from Asia. There's no native insect that could pollinate all those flowers. So beekeepers bring honeybees and place them to live in and amongst those trees so that the honeybees go and pollinate those flowers. Like a contract person. Like you just come out and you bring your bees, a truck of bees. Yeah, well, the bees can't live there all the time because you know, the the farmers are there taking care of trees. So it's like as if millions of bees just migrate into the Central Valley for six weeks every wow. year wow. and wow. pollinate all the almond trees. Now, that's the <coughs> biggest and the most kind of, the, the most important pollination in the country. But people also do cherry trees and apple trees and uh, citrus and avocados and uh, watermelons and, you know, people contract is this practice good for the bees um it's just the it's basically uh it can be good for the bees if the bees are not uh being exposed to um you know fumigants like fungicides and stuff like that as long as the bees are being respected and are allowed to live there like I mean flowers. Bees is love great.
2: a tolerant community.
3: Bees love yeah. Bees are mm. susceptible to all kinds of chemicals in the environment. And um, so as long as that farm is being responsible, then the bees will be happy. Lot, I've had A bees lot of poisoned. farms aren't. I'll just can say I, that. Can sure. I
2: can I ask a, a sort no. of separate question here? No. It's related it's it's on the tour, uh, you talked about this thing like the bee dance. Oh yeah. Now oh, I'm good. so sad that you can't see this. Yeah. Um, but if you could try it as best you can to visually describe and explain the B dance to us, B dance sounds us. like a
1: backup dance you bring to a party. Yeah,
2: ah, uh, yeah, it's my B dance. <laughs> In case the A dance doesn't work out tonight, <sighs> or they like DJ does another set, I don't want to go into reruns. Uh, I'll bring out my B dance. Yeah, I'll bring out my <laughs> B dance. Not enough chicks,
1: anyway. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna blow my A dance moves <laughs> on this crowd. Yeah, I, uh, I once tried to choreograph, worked with a choreographer to do it. Bee dance with a bunch of uh, Wait, so like what is elementary a bee dance? school kids. Oh, yeah. that's adorable. Yeah. Okay, bee dance is... Um, uh, it's the dance that the bees <laughs> use to describe um, a flowering plant that they want to recruit other bees to go and harvest with them. What? So um, it's a dance that happens in complete darkness where one bee will be circled by a bunch of her sisters, and she'll do a dance in the middle of all of them. And they'll reach out and they'll watch her dance in the dark with their feelers, you know? For what reason to attract other bees? Okay, so if a bee comes home full of nectar and no one's there to receive her and take that nectar from her, Uh she's saying, there's something wrong. I need to, like, convince everyone that this is super important, what I'm doing. So she'll go and do the bee dance to recruit other bees to join her. On this quest to go on with this, this quest flower. to harvest That's this crazy. precious this ripe flower, this yeah. So she'll come home, and there'll be no nectar. one there to receive her. So she'll she'll go and find a group of bees, and she'll just start busting out her dance. Oh what, and what God. is Have the you ever dance seen it? resemble? The oh. dance, okay. So the dance is like uh, she walks in procession. So she walks kind of like in a direction, and then waggles her butt and resets, and then she walks mm-hmm. in the same direction, waggles her butt. Sounds and resets. like my wife. So she like she. <laughs> Hi, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going do it.
2: All right, yeah, so she uh, she waggles her butt, and, and what's the point of the walking in the direction and the okay. waggling the butt?
3: So the walking in the direction indicates to other bees in which, digre- in which direction in relation to the sun that they could fly out of the hive to find that flower.
2: So let me see if I follow this. This bee returns uh, just covered in sweet sweet nectar enters the bee no one's around she's she's like what's up with all my fellow daughters of the queen so she goes off finds them does her dance and the
3: dance is related to the uses the sun right as its positioning place so yeah so as the bees fly out of the hive they say okay the sun is behind me that bee told me to fly away from the sun so I'll fly away from the sun and based on how vigorously she wiggled her butt Mm -hmm they'll know I should fly really far or I should you know it's close by. And they'll have oh, like smelled that bee and smelled all that nectar. That's so crazy. then they smell they they go looking for that smell too. Yeah. So it's basically like go like she's telling everyone, go to that location, look for this thing. Now uh, something else you mentioned when we were on the tour is that bees are
1: mostly female that the bees in a hive are almost all female. Is that right?
3: Yeah. And the men, they take advantage of. Her. So you, maybe you should explain No, it's it. like the the <laughs> men basically have... Uh, they're only born in the spring. Uh-huh. And uh, the queen... Um, I mean, that's another beautiful musical waiting to happen. Only isn't? born in the spring.
2: The men are only
3: born mm-hmm, in the yeah. spring. hmm So they'll... Uh, bees. <laughs> they're born in the spring, and they have one role, which is that they are to wait around until... They uh, they sense that there's a virgin queen around, mm. and then they'll go and mate with her and so when, be, when queens mate, they fly they, they're born and they mate once in their life, like maybe after a week after being born, they fly out of the hive and midair mate with thirty to forty male bees. Yeah. that's the one time she gets to mate her whole life. She's set. She goes home and she starts doing what she was born to do, which is wait. So
1: where? So a bunch of these bees give her some bee semen. Yes, and And they die in the process. Like you know how
3: when they sting you, they die. They also
1: sting when they... So they they have sex to death to give this bee their... They
2: have a death orgy to
1: fertilize
2: the virgin
1: queen. Yes.
2: Whoa. Bees are fucking metal. And then she (laughs) takes this
1: friggin bukkake
3: and just goes back to the hive. She stores it for the rest of her (laughs) life. Could live up to five years, seven years. Yeah.
1: That's insane.
3: I didn't know that. That's not yeah. so,
1: so. So then, the men are just for that. That's what the men are for. So the
3: so the men have they're they're crazy. They're designed to do that. They have big eyes so they can see the queen against the sky. They have huge thorax like a chest so yeah. that they can fly really hard and really strong. And uh, they're built to do <clears throat> just that one thing. Otherwise, they just hang out in the beehive. And they just don't do much. They just eat. They so chill. it's it's mostly a female community. The beehive. It's uh yeah. I mean, it's the the queen. Basically it's made up of the queen and all of her daughters Wow And all of the daughters are sisters They all share the same mother But their father was different, right? Because there was 30 or 40 different males So they're sisters so they're family all, They're all <laughs> sisters with one mother and many different fathers Crazy hey, uh,
2: I'd like to bring us to another segment right now
0: On this day Yeah,
2: on this motherfucking day On this day uh, oh, so your you favorite of a pe- segment You never do it with... All right You know, it'd be nice to do it together just one more time. All right, let's do it together. You ready? One, One, two, three. On this uh, day. this this day. day.
1: Great Scott.
2: You know, I'll take what crumbs from the table I could get. Uh, (laughs) Turtleneck. So on this day, on this day, the way this works, it's pretty straightforward, but there is a twist, um, is that today is February 8th. But the day that this airs will not be February 8th. So, mm. on this day, for everyone at home, refers to February 8th. I guess this doesn't really involve you much, Eli. Okay. But. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, okay, yeah.
2: But yeah, uh so shut up, so... Eli. Come on. <laughs> on this day. I was explaining it for his benefit, but he really doesn't need to know anything. <laughs> he wasn't doing uh, anything. On this day, February 8th, which is not the day you're listening, unless it's February 8th. In which case, on this day, February 8th. In 1978, and by the way, today a lot of shitty things happened on February 8th. Mm-hmm. It's almost you just, you. it's universally just awful things happen in history on February 8th. Okay. I really had to dig. This kind of defeats the purpose <clears throat> of this segment. On this day, February 8th, one of the good things that happened in 1978 was proceedings of the United States Senate were broadcast on radio for the very first time. Mm. I'd say that's and a I'd, bad thing. No, transparent government, man. That's no, ah, not behind closed doors it's like the news anymore, cycle.
1: man. I don't know, man. I don't want to know. I don't, well, don't want to know what they're C-San doing. C-SPAN
2: hasn't been corrupted. Just
1: let them do their jobs,
2: man. I, I don't know. No, I think there's... It's definitely <laughs> it a, a net positive. we got to know? Why do we know, do we a net know? every little thing? Have you watched C-SPAN? Do you want me to pull one of the other February 8th things? It's okay. They're awful. Okay. No, it's I don't. It's just don't genocides and executions. Okay. Well, some guys got out of out of uh, a concentration camp. Uh, Mitten misha Michel, Michael, uh and some and nine other soviet prisoners of war uh escaped from a german nazi concentration camp on this day also in, in on february 8th i don't nine? know the year. nine nine of them total I that made the news it made wikipedia <sighs> all right it's a big deal. On this
1: day. On this day. We did it. It's done.
2: We're moving on. Um, I have a, I, so
1: I have a question. What, when people talk about, was this just a Mark Wahlberg movie or are the bees disappearing? Is that a thing that that is real?
3: Because people are worried, right? You know, what's the state of the bees? Okay, so <clears throat> I guess I'll speak for all bees. Please. I mean, that's what we've, we've been waiting for. Because honeybees are one kind of bee, but there are many like many, many, many species of bees. Um, there were just a set of bees for the first time listed on the endangered species list, and they're the black-faced bee of Hawaii. They're so, like a little tiny bee. It's not right. It's yeah. not right to be a black bee. Well, it's right, and that's why they're trying to <laughs> yeah, keep yeah. them around. Uh, but not basically, though. Uh, yeah. Bees, like in, in the high Sierra and up in the mountains in the north, there's a huge diversity of bumblebees, that um, are are kind of losing ground, I guess, because of changing climate and uh, destruction of the landscape. Um, like, basically, honeybees are a proxy for all those other bees, right? Mm-hmm. And honeybees are doing okay in the sense they're not going anywhere in the sense that they are an incredibly important resource that we manage, mm-hmm. right? But we don't manage... Uh, The black-faced bee, or we don't manage, like, the little weird green wasp that you find in your garden if you're just lying around. Because they don't do as much for us. They don't produce honey. Yeah, but they just don't do anything directly for us, even though having them... Indirectly, they must do Yeah, indirectly, they pollinate all the flowers, and they, you know, are part of the richness of the biodiversity of our planet that we value. And you were mentioning, too, on the
1: tour that there is a problem with honeybees, too, and it's a mite, right? There's a... The okay. explain that, so specifically, this mite problem. Yeah. Okay,
3: so that's the the colony big, collapse. That's the big picture yeah. is that, um, f- you know, how we treat our environment will reflect on the bees, and the honeybee itself is not going anywhere because people like me are willing to manage them, right? There is certain difficulties that have... There's always been difficulties to beekeeping. Like, originally... The difficulty was that um, you couldn't get at the honey unless you broke the hive open, right? You know, because there was yeah. no removable frames in a mm-hmm. beehive. So humans have learned how to live with bees in that sense, with our technology and their ability to do work and do in the environment. Um every couple decades there's some new thing that happens in bees that makes it more difficult to keep bees. Yeah. And what happened in the late 80s was the introduction of a Varroa mite. It's called Varroa destu- destructor. And it's, like a, it's, a, it's if, like a... If, if you look at it with your villain. eyes, it's tiny. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you know, like a dot. But compared to the bee, it's the size of a dinner plate. Hmm. And that the mite will sit on the side of the bee and actually chew at its skeleton to get its life juice. So that literally. Were they called out of the bee Necronomicon
2: or something like that? Like, it's <laughs> so, so
3: fucking. So in the 80s. Parasites. They yeah. are. Parasites. Yeah. So this came along in the 80s. Yeah. They Jump species of Reagan Asian honeybee to, to the European honeybee. Yeah. And started attacking the European honeybee. And so, like, I'll go through my beehives and I'll actually test for this mite. And every once in a while, I'll find a beehive that's been infested with mites. And. Um, the test I do is like I collect 300 bees, I wash the mites off of them, and then I count them. And so typically you'll find three to six bee, uh, mites per 300 bees, Okay, mm-hmm. and that's a half a cup of bees. Sometimes I'll shake them out and I'll find like 60, uh, 60 or 30, let's just say 30 uh, mites per 300 bees. That means 10% of the whole hive has a mite on them. Right, it's approximately ten percent. Ten percent of the bees have uh-huh. a dinner place, uh-huh. dinner-sized plate mite right. chewing, and that's a healthy hive. You know, it's just. So, doomed. at what point is it dangerous? It's you know, as soon as you go above about six percent infestation, the virus load in the beehive goes way sky high. Yeah, and the, they'll die in a year. I mean, it will the, take them the, a is year. Is that what they when they talk about hives collapsing? Is that why? So basically, hives collapsing is like something like that happening. Um, like the bee's being weakened by those infestation of mites and then let's say some secondary stress like uh you know a lack of food resources like it becomes you know early winter mm-hmm. and there's no more pollen there's no more flowers the bee's go into stress and if they're weakened by the mites they'll just disappear Damn. all the adults will die and then there's not <laughs> enough adults to keep the babies warm so the babies will die and the hive will just Slowly diminish into the now
2: um world. in the documentary uh you you uh, or the there's i saw there's a clip of you uh, uh on a on an episode of this sort of tra- oh, yeah. web travel series hiking series or something like that. and uh you talk about in it wanting to sort of uh develop or or help um sort of cre- i create yeah. Does it feel like these questions like that are really that are re- uh, uh, no, that, that are pest. Thing. Yeah, and uh, disease yeah. Rep, uh, resistant. Right, right, right. And you, I know that in the tour you also talked about using more organic methods to try and deal with like mite yeah. infestations and things like that. Can you speak to the efforts that are made both, I guess, in bee evolution, sure. and then also in just uh, in practical application yeah. as a as a caretaker. Uh, in in saving bees and in protecting bees and yeah. making them more pest resistant and disease resistant and pesticide resistant, I guess. The, okay, so the it's first. The it's a great question. Heard. No, no, it's a great question. It's, it's like, just long. The most very great questions on length. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. great questions no, on I, length I and volume. He wants yeah. me to shout a three-word <laughs> question at you, and then I've done well.
3: Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Long-term, <laughs> the only solution, real solution to any kind of like affliction to any livestock, right, is a genetic breeding program. And there are really great, smart people who are trying to solve the problem of the varroa mite, which is just one of many problems, but the main problem right now. Um, Trying to solve that by breeding bees that are basically, either they clean the mites out or they are able to withstand a higher mite level than other bees would um, in their hive. there's really smart people doing that and there's also people who think they're doing it and they're not doing they're kind of writing things in a weird way Yeah, yeah I mean um a lot of people talk about like survivor stock bees basically you raise a bunch of bees and if they survive that means they're genetically superior and if they die um it means that they didn't deserve to pass their genes on darwin That's it's the a, darwin it 's like a crude understanding of Darwin, yeah, because like there's so much more to life than just surviving at that scale right right, right, so like you might want to preserve like you want to give all bees a chance to live, right, mm-hmm. but you want to basically find the bees that you think live the best and propagate their genes so um when I catch bees, like those ones in the box... That's what Hitler tried to club. do a little bit. Oh, well, it's bee to eugenics. Well, is the, yeah. term.
2: the term is eugenics. But for bees, it's okay.
3: Well, uh, It's necessary. It's not really eugenics. It's genetics, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the basis of all genetics was in breeding uh, snow peas, right? That's Mendel. That was like the first yeah, of course. Of course. This isn't Eugenics is different, but... Um, I mean, mm-hmm. especially on this day yeah, where yeah, we yeah. have the commemoration of oh, yeah, yeah, them yeah.
1: escaping, and that mm-hmm. brings us to our hey lightning! Yeah. Oh, round. lightning round! We're gonna do that. We have another segment we could do. us do lightning, lightning round. round. Lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have another one we could do. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, all right. Here, this is really we're gonna get to know you. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, super quick, a little bit better, okay. and this is called our lightning round. And if you, if lightning you, round. so here's you got to listen carefully to these rules. It's, I'm gonna uh, ask yeah. you five questions. Attentiveness is key. Five quick questions, right? And you, after I ask all five in a row, then you answer them. Okay, I'll try. Try to remember them. You okay. have 30 seconds to answer. A little more, maybe. Okay. Possibly. It a little. It's a little
2: elastic, but okay. 30 seconds. So
1: we're gonna we're gonna ask you five. Five
2: questions. Oh, and there's points. Go. You could win a lot you of get points. Get one point if you get all five, or or but you can get negative points if you don't answer all five. Yes. <laughs> okay,
1: you already are at zero. You're so at here we zero go. Currently, here we go. Lightning round. All right, ready? Is everybody mm-hmm. ready? Okay, yep. here we go. Question one: If you could talk to a bee, what would be the first thing you'd ask it? Question two: Bee movie or the Secret Life of Bees? Question three: Favorite bee pun. I'll be right back or Obi-Wan Kenobi? Four, coil mattresses or memory foam? Five, what's the strangest place you've found to be? Inside of you counts. Go. Oh shit. Answer in any order you can
3: remember. Um, I like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Um, uh, not memory foam, but foam. Good, yes, okay. Um... Okay, those are the two unrelated to bees questions, man, not really uh you got um,
1: all right, if you're a struggling bee I can inside help of it. you, have you found a bee any what's the weirdest place you found a bee? It could be inside of you or it could oh. be in your house in a weird place okay,
3: uh, I guess just uh in my shoe. Uh oh, i don't know in okay. my clothing yeah. i don't know i, uh, no I mean idea. it's fine i answer? guess they're everywhere they're yeah. they are in my bed right sometimes in your mouth you ever find yeah. one in your uh mouth? i never found one in my mouth okay. I never yeah put one in my mouth yeah that must but i definitely question. had one down my pants oh okay yeah that's Whoa. a funny thing yeah Intense. they crawl up your leg, your
1: leg. yeah yeah of course of course okay yeah. uh can you help and if me if you'd ask a bee a question what would you ask it if it could talk what would you want to know about bees what would you ask a bee Anything, any answer is, is, is worthy. You've already lost your point, so it's fine.
3: Uh, okay. Um, where do you live? <gasps> but you know where they live. Well, I have to find where they live, I guess, is what I'm saying. Oh. I don't know. Like, Would I meet the... the like if you emperor? met a bee and you oh, said, hey, I'd bee. say, yeah, I'd say, how's the queen? Oh, yeah, how is it? Sure. And what if they're like, good? Yeah, she's great. I'd say, okay, good. Yeah, I'm doing my job. Damn it. You're really good at these. Okay, what's the all next right. question? All
1: right, that's it.
2: That's me that's it. That so was that's all uh of them. How Oh many B movie, movie
1: or B Secret Life of Bees. Oh yeah, oh. Bee movie or
2: Secret Life of Bees.
3: Honestly, I haven't even seen either. Yeah, me neither. Okay.
2: I mean it was way over thirty seconds, just so you guys I know. Haven't seen them. <laughs> um how do you feel, Barry? Points?
3: Uh I'd say zero. zero
2: negative one. Actually. Negative oh. one point. Yeah. You're sitting at a solid negative one point, mm-hmm. Eli. Thank negative you. Negative two because of the Thank you for playing. I uh I'm gonna be very honest up front. I got too high earlier and forgot to write questions for the lightning right, round. Well, so I've hastily scribbled some questions while you were completing I'm round I'm going to take one. a point <laughs> away from Lucas. No, no, no. I think you should wait to hear these. Okay. I can't promise they're All good. All right, here we go. Ready? I, I don't know if I'll be able to read them. Wait, I lose uh, the point if I ask? Well,
3: yeah. Just do it. Yeah.
2: You know. Look, man, the rules are clear. All right. Okay, here we go. Lightning round, round, ra- uh, round two. Yeah. Yeah, there's only two rounds. And be speedy this about this. One. Yeah, <laughs> I'll okay. Okay. Are uh, you ready? Yeah. Okay. 1. What's the closest you've ever been to a bee emotionally? <sighs> how have Oh yeah. How have bees disappointed you? How does your girlfriend feel about bees? <laughs> Would you be a bee? Uh and what's your fave bee dream that you've had?
3: Go. Okay. Uh when I first got into <laughs> beekeeping, I used to have a dream where There were just bees everywhere. Like, I was in a world of just bees. A world of bees. And were you happy or terrified? (laughs) Uh, I just was terrified and happy. Terrified and happy at the same time the mixture, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What does my girlfriend think of bees? Yeah, how
2: does your girlfriend feel about bees?
3: Um, I think she loves it. I think she wishes that um, it wouldn't take up so much of my attention, but I think she loves the whole lifestyle. It's really beautiful. Okay.
2: Sounds like a keeper. What's
3: the closest you've ever been to
2: a bee emotionally?
3: Um, love. Love for a oh. single bee? Uh, like love and happiness. Well, yeah. no, for a group of bees. I opened a hive and they all. But for a single bee? We were instantly in love. For a single, I don't know, single a bee. Single bee? Maybe. It yeah. uh, was an emotion I say. Yeah, be. the closest you've ever been to a single bee emotion. Yeah, probably uh, hatred. Hatred? <laughs> yeah. That's the closest emotion. <laughs> I love that answer.
1: That's it true is true, emotion. though. Hatred is a yeah. closer emotion. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: How have bees disappointed you? Um it's a good question uh, sometimes they'll disappear they'll take off yeah that's disappointing <laughs> yeah and I hate that I hear that and would you be a bee? would you be a bee? Would <laughs> you be a bee? Um, I think yeah <laughs> if I had the chance to, to be, be a bee or not to be a bee? somewhere down the line I think it'd be a good experience for sure like There's temporarily I like that you would be a bee? like if I was reincarnated how as long a bee? would you agree to be a bee for? Well, I'd take a, maybe a lifetime or two lifetimes a bee, a bee
2: lifetime or a human lifetime
3: as a bee? How uh, long do bees live? Bees live in the, spring, in the summer. They live only about 30 to 40 days. Uh, and then they hibernate, right? In, um, the in the winter, new bees are born that are special long-living bees. So they uh, live for six months they could live. Through the winter? Yeah. And they stay in their hive? Yeah, like a, a normal bee like born, does its thing, Whoa. bites the dust. Wow, that's but, amazing. Uh, uh, the that's winter bees, crazy. they take their time and they live that's, all winter, especially in cold places.
2: That's really cool, yeah. uh zero points Uh-oh. zero points right. um, <laughs> I, I, gave a negative point. I I just you know, I think you did an amazing job. I loved all your answers. They felt honest, but at the same time, we have a thirty second rule, and it doesn't feel r- fair to the other guests we've had on the program to let you get away with this uh you know these uh, these drawn out responses, these drawn out incredibly accurate. And thoughtful. illuminating yeah. and thoughtful responses. Zero points. I
1: uh, I was <laughs> I was struck when I when I
2: saw you handle
1: bees. You said you don't use gloves, but yeah. we used gloves when I did it. Do, is there a reason you don't use gloves? Um, like you, you expose your hands, right? Yeah. You do wear the mask, but that's about it. Would they be
2: offended if you went
3: back to gloves? Um. Okay. So with gloves, you tend to smush bees, uh, it's not good to smush bees. that song? Don't smush bees. Don't smush with bees. gloves. You smush bees.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think uh, I remember that song very. My well. high is
1: wearing off. If anyone was is curious,
2: it? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you slow it down a bit. You hitting it's, the brakes? Yeah. Um, yeah so tell us. So sorry. So you smush bees with gloves. So you
3: don't use gloves. Um. <clears throat> so um. It's kind of like a a cliche thing, but the guy who taught me beekeeping, he basically said you're not allowed to wear gloves. Mm. And um, he was sort of your Ob Wan Kenobi. Yeah. He? Exactly. Or your Yoda? Yeah, he said if you know how to handle bees, you don't need gloves. Oh, you you don't get stung. So like like in some sort
1: of like bee
2: karate kid.
3: Yeah.
1: Where he was like, so if you see a beekeeper with gloves,
3: what's your reaction? um, Contempt. Yeah. No. (laughs) It depends. I mean, I'll wear gloves all the time, but only when I need it. Like if I'm when you're bee smushing. When I was sharing the bees with you guys, I am doing my thing without gloves. But right. if I was like moving those beehives around or doing a ton of work, I'd probably wear yeah. gloves. Do you ever yeah. have to send a message to the bees to let them know you're you're in charge? That's the smoke. Yeah, isn't yeah. that what the smoke does? Do you ever smoke. like sometimes publicly smush a bee? Um, uh. I mean, I'll have <laughs> to like oh, that's so sad swat a bee if there's some bee bothering somebody else. I'm willing to do that for the set an community. example. Well, there's
1: thousands. You just showed us twenty thousand
2: bees. There's
1: yeah. a lot.
3: That wasn't there was twenty thousand. They bees live for a box. month. They yeah. live for thirty you didn't days.
1: Listen
2: earlier. The queen lays a thousand eggs a day. Oh, hey! Speaking of laying eggs, who wants to eat some food, guys? Eat some food. Eat some food. Mm. Okay, we're gonna. So, I want to
1: really quickly talk about your company, so you could promote what you do. Because I tried your honey and I bought some of your honey, and it was unbelievable. It was probably the best honey. And I'm not just saying that because you're in front of me. Yeah. But this is the this is the best honey I've ever had. Eli's Bees.
2: 100% raw honey. And that's what we're going to be right. eating Right. So today. much better this than is, the weird honey. honey in the bear. You this know the bear honey. honey? You don't yeah. want that. Yeah. your farm here. Here you go. Here's a little spoon. Bear.
3: Um,
1: so, do you want to talk quickly about your company and, 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 and uh, what the name of it is and everything? And, uh, you brought this
2: jar of honey. Can you tell us a little bit about this
1: honey? Yeah, as well? I'll start with the
3: honey yeah. because it's sort of like the linchpin of what I'm trying to do. Mm hmm. Um, that particular honey was made last summer, um, on like a big bloom That's of flowers amazing. up in the uh, western mountains of Malibu, and I have a, a what lot kind of, of flowers. It from um, mostly sage flowers. Um, there's a big, there was a big sage bloom last year, but then there's also other native plants like toyon, um, little sumac, mm. and maybe some buckwheat. Those are the wow. bloom, things that bloom in the summer in the mountains after a great rain year, and so. This honey was made um, basically when I make my honey, I try to be as place specific and time specific as I can. So I'll take honey from one particular area where I have bees and process it as a single run. So this honey in particular, I call it my Mulholland Ridge honey Uh from August 2008. So I have like a vintage, right? And it's from a time and a place. This is from 2008. Sorry, 2000, that's 17. 17, that's Sorry, a big 17. difference. That's so good. Yeah, 2008. It's just 2018 now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that, I was thinking... And they really do taste okay. different. That's the thing so, about it. Yeah, it's yeah, so thing... uh, your viewers can't listeners. see this. That's fine. Your mm-hmm. listeners can't see this. But these two honeys that I'm holding are totally different. Mm-hmm. So this one um, and one... They're lighter, they're One's lighter. One's lighter. Can- One is lighter. Pen- one is lighter, one is thicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically just... Uh, different color altogether and I'm sure it has a different taste. And the type of mm-hmm. plant changes that. Exactly. Yes. So, um I run hold this one for me. Mm-hmm. I run a like a honey operation that is trying to make these specialty honeys. Um and I sell my honey in a couple venues around town. One in um Highland Park called Amara Cafe, which is a great cafe. Mm-hmm. You can go there and get breakfast. They have killer uh avocado toast. And buckwheat pancakes. All right, man. Fuck with some pancakes. Yeah, easy. They're not a sponsor. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there's um, uh, there's a, a, a bakery on, in Venice, which is the Juusto Bakery, which probably has oh, the best incredible. sandwiches in town. And they sell my honey. And then there's a small <clears throat> farmers market out in Malibu that sells my honey. Um, and then I sell honey to people who I meet and who are around and in my life and. I kind of support a community of people who like to eat honey. That's great. It's small. And so if you want honey and you want to support me, you can get in touch with me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm happy. And there's also to your
2: website that as well, right? The yeah, Eli's you can get. Bees.
3: I to be honest, I haven't like worked on my website for a year. Okay, yeah. For but, but we sure. can get. We're I, gonna you post can reach, your info. But you're also, you can reach me. You're also the. You have the an email address. Tour you gave is us available too. on Airbnb
2: as an experience. Right. So if you're visiting LA or you live in LA, totally. and you'd like to check out Eli's bees, you can go on Airbnb and go for a, a, a tour,
3: a guided tour with Eli. Right. Um, yes. So there's a new thing I'm doing this season. I have this big apiary and, you know, the bees don't make honey all time of year. They do all kinds of things all throughout the year. So depending on when you come to visit me, um, I'll just show you what's going on in the apiary. And we'll check out the bees, go in, answer all your questions and share it. Eat with you and then share you know, the honey that the bees make. It's
1: a you. really great date. It's yeah. a great experience like yeah. going on these things and figuring out bees and you go on a quick hike. It's awesome. Can you quickly tell us some of oh, the... Oh, that one's so good. Why is, uh, give us mm-hmm. the quick pitch why honey is good for you. Why is honey good for, for you to, to eat? Um,
3: okay, so honey's used as a sweetener. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you would use uh, coconut syrup or uh, sugar um, or any of those fake sugars that people use. So it sweetens your meal, but instead of uh, a lot of the sweeteners that we use, like corn syrup, um, it has a complex sugar structure to it. Mm -hmm. So chemically, it's better for your body, Mm -hmm. for your metabolism. Right. So it breaks down into more complex vitamins and, well, not vitamins, but molecules that will be healthier than if you just eat table sugar. Uh, It it also has like pollens and... um, other residue from the environment just from being on flowers and bees that when you consume help your immunity towards allergies um, are antibacterial, anti inflammatory, anti inflammatory, right? antibacterial. So, like when you have a sore throat, it's a really good idea to just eat a whole huge spoonful of honey. I mean, I really don't need much convincing, it's I mean, so delicious. To be honest, uh, you guys asked me earlier about eating honey. Like, I don't even put honey on things anymore, I just take spoonfuls of honey. So, uh, so yeah, do I. I saw. I, saw do it. In this I do video that, that you just drink it straight from the jar. I drink it. Yeah. I mean, not That's pretty. That's 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 a, a rare event. Do beekeepers have like honey
2: drinking like rituals? Do they all get together <laughs> and participate in some like sort of honey hazing event. Uh, they dance. You heard? They yeah. do the bee. Do you do the bee dance together? Uh,
3: people have been drinking mead forever, and that's honey. Like honey yeah, liquor. honey wine. Yeah. Yeah, I drink so exclusively
2: Jack
1: Daniel's honey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Exclusively. Uh I don't even drink water anymore. (laughs) That's all I drink. Um, Okay, this was excellent. And uh, as usual, what charity should we donate to? Do you have anything? Our listeners? Uh, Surfline
3: Foundation. What is it? Surfline Foundation. Okay. Surfline Foundation? Surfline. Yeah, I mean, okay, yes. You can donate to all kinds of... environmental ones, environmental organizations. I know we can. My favorite is Surfline. <laughs> I'm a surfer, and I would like us to protect the beaches. I think if we can protect our beaches, surf we line. can protect more things. Yeah. Okay,
1: Surfline. And as usual, we're going to ask you, give us uh, a quick reason we should be hopeful as people. Give us a, a reason that society should be hopeful from your brain to our listeners. Why should... It? You can't think just about it. You one reason, just one reason. Just one reason. Why should oh, we be, be like, hopeful please, about the world? Just one
3: fucking thing. Um springtime hey oh, that's great
1: springtime oh, is great I that's a great springtime. answer yeah, yeah. that's All a right. really excellent answer <laughs> yeah I really like that I feel that. good now I feel we can walk feel away great. from this I feel great this could one. be a sugar hive from the incredible amount I've of about honey I've a eaten about half
2: a jar of honey just now <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah and it's great honey so
1: donate to Surfline and uh, go do the bee experience with uh, Eli yeah, and go on
2: Airbnb and find Eli and keep the bees alive because yeah. they're awesome right uh, and you can get it you know yeah yeah, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. We'll be you next time. Mhm. Be you later. See you. See you next time. I'll see you. will we'll you'll hear us. Okay.
3: Thank you, Eli. You're welcome. We're out. My pleasure. Now. Get high and save the world. It's a good show.
0: happening discotheque remember when we call clubs <laughs> discotheques <laughs> lol the 70s were crazy night the crowd bustles with young hot mexicans who are supposed to be cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby <laughs> there's sex in the air and poppy wants a whiff
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: Scarface, 22 to 45.
3: (laughs) Like he's a television audience demographic?
0: (laughs) Devilishly handsome, not even a little bit Italian looking. So get that out of your dumb brain. <laughs> Walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV Cribs with the Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> one day. Oh Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. Why would he even? Why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype, <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs>